Hey girls, you're listening to My Girl Podcast with Ruthie Ridley and Fina Ellen. This is a podcast for every woman, every girl, every mom, sister, and friend. We can't wait to get started. Welcome, ladies, to another episode of My Girl Podcast. We are excited to be doing these episodes every two weeks. We'll see how that goes, huh, Ruthie? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, guys, we're doing it from once a month to twice a month. It sounds like a little bit. It doesn't seem like that much because I think some podcasts actually release an episode every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, every day? Yeah. We've only been doing them once a week and it, uh, once a month, and it's been a lot for us just because of everything else that we carry. Yes. But we've been listening to you guys, and we know you want to hear from us more than once a month. So we're yes. excited. And we are excited to be just doing interviews with like um, boss babes. And I know like that sounds like a little cliche, but like I just love seeing other women doing what things that I want to do and yep. talking to them about it. And so that's what we're really excited about today. We have Hillary and Kristen from Flurry. You might have to correct me. If you guys don't know what Flurry is, it's this jewelry company. Um, and the jewelry, I, it's gorgeous. It's breathtaking. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't even describe it because yeah. it's breathtaking. If I didn't I like just, it, I wouldn't, I would just be like, oh, it's cute. But no, it's like amazing. So I remember when the email came in, Fina, and I, we were looking through like the lookbook or just the email. And then we went to their website. It was like, it just stops you guys. It's so beautiful. We're actually going to be able to show you yes. what their pieces look like. And yeah, it'll take your breath away. Beautiful yeah. work. So prepare for the breath to be taken away. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so let's get into it and get to know these ladies. Let's start off with Hillary. Hillary, tell us a little bit about you. Our listeners like to know kind of where you're from and what gets you out of bed in the morning. Hi. uh, Yeah, so my name is Hillary. I am uh, 28 years old. I live in Los Angeles, California. Um, I am an artist and also a designer. Um, I've been working in the design field for about six years now. Um, And what gets me out of bed in the morning? Uh, Coffee, for sure. 100. And my five-month-old puppy. (laughs) Yes. um... (laughs) Hillary, what kind of dog did you get? I got a Britney Spaniel, um, which I had actually never really heard of that breed before, but my uh, fiance grew up with one and just had was really adamant about getting that kind of Eddie, dog. So. Eddie Spaniel is super cute. So She is very cute. I Yeah, I'm Britney in love. Spaniel? So Britney, like uh-huh. Britney Like Britney Spears. <laughs> because she is not doing okay. (laughs) Brittany is not okay right now. No. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Kirsten, tell us about you. Yeah, so I'm currently living in Seattle. And um, my story is I was a little bit more of a tomboy growing up. And um, I was really into selling things. Like I always wanted to have a business ever since I can even remember. Um, I have an older sister and we'd get together and we would sell anything we could get our hands on, whether that be rocks from the creek, and we would, you know, carry them by hand and set up a little stand, lemonade, like all kids do. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 would sell anything we could get our hands on, pretty much. But I went to school in Virginia. Uh, there was a, a school there called Southern Virginia University, and they had a great business management program. And so went to school out to Virginia. Um, ended up meeting this crazy Dutchman named Jonathan. 
uh, got married to him, and then we moved to Los Angeles, uh, and that's where I obviously met Hillary, um, and now live in Seattle. But my background's really marketing, business, um, and and all of that kind of things. I, I love that. All the design stuff comes from Hillary. Oh, <laughs> Hillary, you're you're engaged too, right? Yes, newly engaged. Um, we got, uh, yeah, we got engaged over the holiday, which was um, super shocking, um, but also really exciting. So, Congratulations. Yeah, very excited. Thank you. I'm feeling right now for all of the 2020 brides, but you're not a 2020 no, bride. No, I luckily like just missed all of this. So that was, I feel so bad. I mean, I really I feel bad for a lot of these girls, but Luckily, yeah. luckily, twenty engaged woman plan <laughs> for the next year, right? I know. The only downside is, I, I mean, we haven't really been able to celebrate like with our friends very much, but it's all right. We do like Zoom happy hour in twenty nineteen, guys. We'll never yeah. forget it. I know. COVID nineteen in twenty twenty. <laughs> what a nightmare. Anyways, how did you guys meet? I mean, you're in, in California, which I knew you were there for a little while, right, Kirsten? Yeah. Yeah. How did so, you guys meet? Um, I mean, we so when I lived in Los Angeles, we both worked at the same company. I was on the marketing department and Hillary was the lead designer. And I mean, we really just met as coworkers. Uh, we, right. we, we became friends through the business, but we, we were colleagues first. <laughs> yeah I love it I love it and we we got to chat with you a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago and we learned that you're both workaholics is that something that kind of brought you guys together both hard-working women who work a lot and don't mind to work a lot absolutely I think uh pretty early on Kirsten and I realized um uh both of us weren't really worried about like really putting in hard work and kind of getting our hands dirty like our first um we first launched launched the brand um we maybe thought we would sell like five pieces maybe seven like really didn't think we would get a lot of sales um and in that first launch i think we had like 50 or 60 orders to fulfill in like one day and just and both of us just like stayed up all night and just worked our butts off so I think right away we knew we were like okay I was like this girl isn't afraid of hard work like she'll stay up with me till four in the morning making necklaces so is awesome yeah did we get delirious we certainly did yes (laughs) we had some of the deepest conversations during those 4 a.m workshops yeah that's one that I mean that's amazing like obviously the relationship doesn't just grow out of nowhere. And some of those, some of my deepest relationships are with people that I did that kind of stuff with. Mm-hmm. So that is so, so, so cool. How many years ago was that? Like, oh my gosh, we ha- thought we were going to have five orders. We had 50 and here we go, you guys. That was um, 2018. I think we launched it to friends and family first. Yeah. In November 18. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and re- I just remember driving into work and calling my mom even saying, we're going to launch today. You know, I hope you and grandma are going to support. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on grams. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's a good lesson for anyone who's starting something. Mm-hmm. 
just be grateful for whatever comes your way and yeah. celebrate every tiny little thing because that's mm -hmm. what gives you joy in life. Don't go into things thinking, I'm going to become super successful right away. It just doesn't happen, you know? And we really did celebrate every single order. We were just so joyful and we still yeah. are very grateful for, we're humbled by anyone who wears our jewelry or even wants it. So yeah. that's the approach we, we take. Absolutely. And that's been like one of the um, best parts about having a partner is like all these tiny successes. Like you have somebody there to really like who gets it and appreciates it as much as you do. Yeah. Wanna, so, wow, that's really cool. I mean, honestly, like as you're saying that, I'm like, I wish I could write a note right now because I just need, there's just so much that like you kind of dream of and you envision. And then like when you don't see instant results or instant success, it can be kind of a damper, but um, right. you know that like it's not always, it's not going to be instant. And then also, you know, find somebody, if you don't have a partner, find somebody who's going to like celebrate those small wins. That's totally. And because it doesn't happen overnight, it's like you, when the success finally does start to trickle through, you just think about like, oh my God, I like think about all of the weeks that went by that I was like killing myself working on this, but it didn't really go anywhere. And now it is. Yeah. So that's like such a, it makes it so much sweeter, I think. Yeah, the reward. How, yeah. What was the, what was the buildup to launch? Was that many, many, many months? I'm sure we'll get to this question, but I just have to know, you know, it's like this buildup <laughs> launch day, you're driving in, you're praying someone will <laughs> and you get 50 orders. I just have chills thinking about that because not that it was overnight success. I want people to know that I, I, you guys put hours in before you had this success. But, you know, it's encouraging to know that your hard work did pay off. Yeah. We can thank Instagram, really, because that's really where we launched it. And it truly was only for friends and family. And luckily, the friends and family shared it with their friends and family and their friends and family. And that's really where we kind of got to the 50 point. We don't have 50 members <laughs> in our family. But <laughs> I wish. Yeah. That would have been a great launch. Oh, but... Uh, but yeah, leading up to it, of course, we did, you know, three, you know, two more weeks, one more week. And we really just started with, with one piece and it's our Lillian necklace. And we, that's really our bread and butter. That's our signature piece. We feel like every woman should have that necklace because of, it's just so lovely how the, how the, um, the pearls drip off of it. And you know, luckily it's something that I feel like anyone can wear. And so I think that's why it was a bit of a successful piece. And then from there, every time that we would hit a certain benchmark, we'd launch a new piece and yeah. then piece. And we would just set these little goals for ourselves. And eventually we, we eventually had a, a complete collection. So that was, that was, it, we all funded it by ourselves, truly. So we didn't have any kind of backing either. And that's why we did it one piece at a time. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I bet that's scary. And especially like, <laughs> I just want to know, like, what was the jumping off point or where, where you were like, we're taking this leap of faith. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> we're just going to do this. Or are you even, are you working full time doing Flurry or are you still kind of working other jobs as well? Yes. Both of us are currently working full time. Yeah. So it's, uh, the Flurry hours tend to be like the wee hours of the night, <laughs> but it's good. I mean, honestly, I think we wouldn't, uh, be where we are if we didn't love it. So, um, you know, it's kind of this crazy passion project that's just snowballed into this company. Yeah. So, and you say passion project, like what was the, like the passion 
and the vision behind creating the company like um did it come just from like always loving jewelry and like loving to sell things or is there something like like you were saying with that with that one first piece you're like this this will anybody will look good in it but like what was like that vision behind we call it our love story because anyone who has a partner in business or you know any kind of partner it's truly a love story to some degree on how you you get together and how it started for me was I was living in the jewelry district in Los Angeles. So I was there seeing all of these things, loved them. And uh, long story short, my husband being Dutch, he was waiting for a visa and couldn't work. And I was a sole provider while living in Los Angeles and rent you know, is extremely expensive. Um, and so I was looking for a way of making extra money. And so that's originally how it started. But also there were pieces that I really wanted to wear, but maybe couldn't have afforded. Mm -hmm. And Hillary being a designer, um, when I started kind of looking at a few of these materials and bringing them to her desk, she's the one that really kind of pulled things together. And then we said, well, I think we can actually make a business out of this and, you know, and, and you know, have fun and make money. So that's, that's sort of how it began. Right. Naturally from the get-go, Kirsten is like, yes, this is a business. And I was just super excited to be designing products. And, um, you know, I think both of us actually have a really uh, strong love for photography too. So um, giving each piece its own story and really kind of building um, all of that behind it uh, was also a really fun part of it. So yeah. I love hearing that. This is a question that is just totally off the cuff and really to encourage myself, Fina, and everyone who's listening who is mm -hmm. starting a business. You guys said that you you funded this by yourselves. You guys didn't have anyone backing this. How long did it take before you could say, all right, Hillary, Kirsten, we're going to take home a couple hundred bucks? Like, how long did it take? before you were able to pay yourselves? Did it take years? Did it take months? Well, I mean, and we're still kind of in that process because yeah. you want to reinvest back into the company to some degree. You know, there's, we have dreams. We want to launch a really luxurious line and that obviously takes a bit of funding, but we, we are, we're at that point now and it's such an exciting, it's, it's an amazing feeling because yes, I mean, to give you a little inside scoop, we started this really honestly on two, with two hundred dollars with buying just enough material that we could make one necklace. Oh my That's god! We didn't have the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were both working really hard and paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck, and and that two hundred dollars turns into four hundred, eight hundred. You know, and eventually you have enough money where you can give yourself. A bit of money every once in a while. <laughs> right. no, totally. I think it's important for me, for Fina, anyone listening who's starting a business to realize it takes time and it takes that effort and patient, patience. But listening to you guys, it's passion that really drives you to keep going when, even when you're not getting paid. You know, yeah. you're just like, right. I'm passionate and I actually see the bigger picture here. And right. I think there's something to be said about that. Like you guys said, you have this vision for a luxurious line. Maybe, you know, this year or next year, I'm not going to bring home $10,000 a month, but down the line, I will, you know, and it's having that right. big picture that I think is so powerful. I think people give up too soon 
because they're not seeing the fruit of their very, very hard work. Like Fina and I both also work full-time jobs, right? And right. a lot of this editing or organizing, it happens when, when people are sleeping. Nobody knows right. that. Nobody cares that you're doing that. Right. But that's, right. And eventually you see the fruit of your hard work. And I think there's something to be said for that. I think it's powerful. Absolutely. And, and we have really strict rules too. So we do have full-time jobs. We work full-time with those jobs, heads down, focused. And then it's only in the mornings and really late at night that we really do we do this. And I think it's important to always kind of keep those a little bit separated so that you can stay focused and creative when you are in those different, you know, Realm. rooms and realms. Right. Absolutely. I don't have boundaries at the current <laughs> moment. I'm just like flying around. I feel like a mess all of the time. So that's really good to hear. Like, I just need somebody to just like lay it out really simple. And like, <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. I can do that too. So. Yes. I'm like the queen of multitask. Like I was telling Fina today, I'm just doing this and I'm just doing that. Meanwhile, I'm on the phone because you're like, you just got to get it done or you want to get it done. And I'm like, right. check it off my list. As long as it's off my list, I feel good. Mm-hmm. So, but the boundaries are healthy too. I'm boundaries are very important. Yeah. <laughs> so as an influencer, I am constantly looking for inspiration with uh, photography, content creation, that kind of thing. I think it's a big deal for like how I grow, but also it could be not negative, but it could be limiting because you're like, well, I want to be like this person, that person, et cetera. Who do you guys look to for inspiration and, and how do you create boundaries even in that saying, I don't need to replicate. I need to be me, but I'm inspired. Right. I would say, um, I'm a huge Pinterest person. I've been on Pinterest since it started. I'm like every morning, that's pretty much where I start my day. Um, I don't think I necessarily, um, you know, I'm not like following one person or am really focused on certain influencers, but I think that there are a lot of like colors and textures that have just kind of made their way into the brand just from like, I think who I am as a person, um, just places I've traveled. I think it's all just come, it's a combination of like life experiences that have just like flooded throughout the whole thing. If that makes sense. I think everyone has their own DNA, you know, and it, it, like Ruthie, as you, you're an influencer, right? I mean, there's things that you do that make you a specific influencer that makes people want to follow you. And I think as long as people figure out what that DNA is early on and just stick to it and like believe in themselves, that's when the brand comes alive. It's when, like you said, it's, it's when people are, you know, trying to still copy and borrow and it becomes unauthentic. It doesn't become authentic at that point. And so right, right. Hillary's Absolutely. always been, well, Hillary's a designer for one, but she's an artist. So she always has a bit more of an abstract way of thinking and that <laughs> really, really helps too. I mean, she's unique as it is and I just kind of follow along for the ride, but you know. <laughs> That's so cool. I think the identity portion is so difficult, even as an artist and if whatever you do, content creator, having the ability to look around you and absorb information, but be an individual is hard. And I feel like it took me personally, like five years, like just the last year and a half. I'm like, this is who I am. And I, there's nothing I can do about that. And it's like, this is what you get. And if you want to follow this and my weird, you know, sense of humor and posting, then you will. And, but I think people, 
even me personally was like, I need to figure this out now. And I think sometimes that identification of a brand, of a person, you know, it takes time yeah, to it, figure out who you are and what you want and what you love. Yeah. Definitely. It, t- it totally does. And it's so, it can be so challenging sometimes just being on Instagram. It's like, there are a million tiny brands that are popping up everywhere. And some of them have like one part of it that's really similar to your aesthetic or like there's crossover and you're like, is this really who I am? I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you're constantly just trying to figure it out. But I think at the end of the day, if you just really believe in, you know, what you're putting out into the world and it's special to you, that's what really matters. Yeah, for sure. Um, So can you give us a little bit of insight uh, behind how the jewelry is made? Are you guys making the jewelry? Are you sourcing this out? I'm so curious. Yeah, so it's a combination of both. We actually, um, a couple of our pieces are handmade. Um, We go through thousands of pearls and um, pick the ones that we think are the very best. We like, for every pair of earrings, each pearl is hand paired. Um, None of them match each other. So we just pick the two that really seem like they fit the best. Um, so we are making a lot of this stuff by hand. Um, and then we have a couple other pieces, most of our, um, like solid 14 K pieces and things with diamonds. Those are, um, we actually work with a jeweler who helps us manufacture those. That's just so cool. And like, how do you decide like what to name a piece? I don't know. I've always kind of been interested in history personally. And so Hillary and I, Hillary will design a piece really is what happens. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go through and we'll just read lots of bios. We'll do, we'll do a deep dive. And we don't like to do like who you normally think of also for inspiration. We really like to go a little bit deeper and find those under, underground current people who really have an interesting story. And we try and pick a name that matches the piece. So um, the Camille, for instance, is, is um, a beautiful piece that looks like a marble you know the pearl is a bit more organic looking and the the namesake was an artist herself and she worked a lot with marble and so we, we try and you know match them as best we can with the namesake that is so so cool like mm-hmm. i mean just the whole creative process i think that's what's really intriguing to me and also probably for our listeners like um i can think of one girl specifically and she makes jewelry and um just like how inspiring that would be to her and even just like creatives in general um I think too like we love the process and kind of want to know like you were talking about I even envisioned this like you would you you Kirsten would take like pieces and materials to Hillary's desk and I like ask her what she thought like how did you guys (laughs) what was your first step like when you decided like okay we're doing this like what what were your first like couple steps to just like kind of get going for other people who are like, okay, I kind of like, I want to create a product or, you know, I want to do a service, like, how would they kind of get, I don't know, get a little spark? <laughs> I can tell the first part and then you can tell the second part, Hillary. But I think before you even do that, you got to know what kind of person you are. Do you, are you someone who needs a partner or are you someone that works really great by yourself? And I had taken an online quiz because everyone loves doing those online quizzes. <laughs> and, 
and it was I think it was oh I'm, I, I want to say Gretchen I for, I'm forgetting I'll tell you guys it wasn't a BuzzFeed quiz <laughs> <laughs> which what princess are you no <laughs> but it, it tells you kind of what your motivation is like is it more you know internal is it external are you a rebel are you a questioner and I am 100% a person who needs a partner to keep me accountable I'm not the kind of person that can just do things do things by myself so when I was kind of getting going my intention was to kind of maybe get Hillary intrigued because I had a great <laughs> partner so you talking about me sneaking back to her desk is totally true <laughs> We worked at the same company and I was in the marketing department. I'd bring, you know, that first necklace that we were looking at and I'd say, Hey, what do you think of this? You know, and, and she would give me honest feedback and she would be like, eh, I would probably change this or that. And I loved the fact that she was a honest with me. B, she was a, a, obviously clearly a designer, but she's someone I could trust because it takes courage to tell people what you really think. Um, and I figured she was also someone that could probably keep me in line too. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think we both keep each other in line, but it's definitely true. Kirsten was definitely dangling this in front of my face for weeks. <laughs> like I had been working as a designer for so long, you know, creating something for somebody else's brand, not really my own. I never really had the experience, you know, I've been an artist, but never really had the experience of designing my own product. So that was like, just kind of flashing this whole thing in my face, like, you can do this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, sorry, my puppy is biting me right now. Oh, no, you're totally <laughs> um, so, yeah, she kind of had just put it out there, and I could not help myself. I wanted to do it so badly with her. So, um, eventually, we just, like, grabbed coffee, and we um, went to... Uh, we kind of merged our supplies and decided let's do this for real. That's amazing. I love when stuff just kind of like, it's not like it fell together. Like with me and Ruthie, it was like, I, I was the dangler. <laughs> I was probably like, hey, I did. I texted her. I was like, hmm. And I just sent her a text and that was it. And like, Ruthie, like if she's into something, she's in like you don't yeah. even have to guess she's super like she's emphatic and honestly like I work well I work really well on my own but I needed that from her you know and so for us like in similar fashion it was just kind of like this makes sense like what I lack she's really she has a lot of strengths in, and vice versa and so that's super cool and really encouraging for others who are like should I like pull somebody in like it's kind of scary to do something new and then also to do it by yourself like it's okay to ask somebody to help so I love so much too because I see this in, in Fina and I's relationship as well that you value that honest opinion from Hillary I think people in general are very afraid to say the truth and Fina is very like we were both very honest with each other and then you know okay we're going to move forward from here we're going to change this we're going to make things better because we're not just like oh it's everything's perfect that's not how you grow that's not how you build a business that's not how you know if, if, if either of us are feeling off about something we should be able to say oh we should tweak that why don't we bring this person in? I'm not feeling that person, you know, having that freedom to be yourself and like be honest is like huge in, in a working relationship. 
And it, we kind of have to pat ourselves on the back because we're both total people pleaser though. Like we, we oh. were, this was really difficult for us. I mean, Hillary did give her feedback, but we did have something at the beginning when we first started what we called our scale. So how important it is to you on <laughs> And if Hillary, we have to say the number at the same time. So if Hillary said an eight and I said a four, she won. We haven't done that in a really long time because I think we, I yeah. mean, we're in a good, you know, I don't know. We, we kind of know each other good enough now, but that was kind of what we did at the beginning, which is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I've never yeah. done that before. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I actually do too, because there's sometimes where I'm like, this is, this is how I feel. But what, are, what do you think? <laughs> just because I'm like, I'm, right. you know, because I just want to know. So that is actually pretty cool. Or when you disagree even, right? If I feel really passionate about something she doesn't or vice versa, you know, that's yeah. what we would use that kind of dorky. But for those who are, you know, people pleasers, that might work for you. <laughs> yeah, people pleasers. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> how, so if, if you got the eight and she got the four, does that mean the decision goes forward? Because it's more important yeah. to the person with the eight if it really right. means that much to them, they should they should get the win on that. I love yeah. that. That yeah. is really important to have some compromise. Mm -hmm. And I think right. you know we all do that naturally. If you're a decent person, you say, you know what, I'm with you. Let's not do that. But just to have, I love that so much. That scale, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. You have to find a balance for sure. You do. Yeah. And it's so. and it's hard to when both people are so passionate, but both have their own like very unique identities like I'm constantly I'm just having I'm always reminding myself like is this does this look like Ruthie like there's even stuff that like I posted and it wasn't Ruthie and I didn't know and of course she knew like that wasn't my intent but like just always in the back of your mind just be thinking and considerate of the other person like I think that's, other, right. well, it's a given but definitely important when working in a partnership and like okay disagreements that's an obstacle but like were there any other obstacles that were just kind of like not so much personal, but like that came up when you started because you know it's not easy. It's not like oh well, you know here we are just making jewelry and everything's going great. Like I'm sure things kind of came up. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah we ran into I mean a couple of things naturally. I mean we're both like, um, you know, like you said, pretty like people pleaser uh, kind of girls and we're afraid sometimes I think of hurting one another's feelings. And so sometimes didn't totally say what you thought, but then, you know, in hindsight, you realize it was probably better to just say what you actually thought. In the yeah. And then also just like, um, learning, you know, whose lane is what. Um, and I think along the way we, we both learned like, okay, this is what you're really good at and I am not good at that. So yeah. maybe it's better that you just take that on um yeah. those kinds of things you know that wasn't carved out in the beginning so we had to figure that out right right and now you're saying that you guys your friendship kind of flourished as you started to work together so you weren't friends beforehand you were just co-workers yeah I mean we were just yeah very much colleagues um I definitely really liked Kirsten and I could see a potential friendship there but once the business idea kind of came around. I was like, this, let's do this. This is going to be fun. We'll just run with it. That is and so cool. Just the friendship kind of just, it was kind of fun because it was like, we were sort of, it felt like we became friends more naturally because we were focused on the business part. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, it was kind of like, 
I don't, Kirsten, how would you explain it? Like, well, I think we both respected each other. I think if, I think that's what's so important is find someone that you really admire and you find someone that you think is smarter and better than you too. Yes. 100% Fina. <laughs> that is the perfect gauge. Like literally look, find someone you look up to that you're like, they have parts and pieces and, and brain things that I don't. Yeah. You know, that I admire though. And it's not a competition. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you guys, I was a part of different um, passion projects with, with other females, um, helping them build their whatever it might have been. And the really hard, the difference I noticed between Bina and I and those other things, it was all about them. Mm. See, when you're working with someone, you have to have that respect. You know what I'm saying? Where you can say, I actually really respect you and I value what you bring to this business, this company. It could not be anything without you if you choose to have a partnership. Some people should do it by themselves. You know? I think that's such good advice. That's such good advice also, like for somebody looking to if they want to start a business and are thinking about choosing a partner, maybe decide how do you is this about you or is this something that you're willing to share with somebody? Because there's no way it's going to be just about you if yeah. you have a partner. It's not like, oh, I'm asking you to be a partner to help build my thing. You know, like, oh. like if Ruthie, honestly, like, because before me and Ruthie, before we did this podcast, I was helping her with her blog. But I knew from the get, this isn't about me. I'm on the back and that's where I want to be. Like, I'm, you know. I knew I was helping Ruthie with her brand, but as we went into this podcast thing, felt like it was very much like about the both of us. Like I, I would never just be like, well, this design thing looks like Ruth. Well, Ruthie's always hyping me up. I will put together (laughs) one design that I'm like, I mean, I put work into it, but I'm like, is this good? And she'll be like, Oh my gosh. Like, how do you do this and I'm like thank you you know like I just feel so great about myself but like I just feel like it's very much like both of us it's not like Ruthie was saying you know it's not about one person you know yes you have to be your each other's hype girl yeah Yeah, hype girl exactly exactly you guys find that when one of you is down the other one is the one pulling the other up and then it switches and you know that's you know the polar and lover you know (laughs) Oh yeah. And you saying that actually reminds me of something you guys were talking about earlier about um, just kind of needing that passion to kind of push you forward. But then I do think also too, what you guys have that a lot of people don't is when we're talking about how you work so hard and you just put those hours in, you need both because you're not always going to feel so great about something that you're doing. you like, even like for me right now, like there's so much going on and, and I, when I think about it, I'm like, I actually really love this. It's so fulfilling, but in the grit and grime of like all the tasks and whatever, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> can I right. do this? You know? Yeah. And so then it needs, I need to, and I don't even need to ask Ruth, I'll just text her something. She's like, yeah, it's a great idea. And I'm like, you know, that is a great idea. And you know, it's just like, okay, I'm back, you know? So yeah, yeah you do need somebody to be your hype person to be your cheerleader. And totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do you guys have, like, obviously we just have this hour with you, but what is, how different are your personalities? I'm very, I mean, you can kind of tell how Fina and I, we're, 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 we're different, but so you guys are different as well, or would you say you're similar in your, your personality? I think we're different. In what way? Um, I'm much more of an introvert. 
Um, I'm super shy usually, especially when it comes to, um, and like something we've kind of learned along the way is like, I'm pretty shy um, on Instagram, especially. Um, I don't like to go like show my face on video. I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I've always kind of been that way. Um, and then Kirsten is like much more outgoing, like very chatty, just with any, like anyone. We go to a restaurant, order food. She's like best friends with the waiter. She's like that kind of a girl. Yeah. Um, I'm Hillary. So. Ruthie is Christian. Literally, I've been wanting to say it, but let's just put it out there. <laughs> I love it. That is so cool. So, you guys, we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if it was on or off air, but obviously, good old COVID happened. And you guys obviously have been going since 2018. And then COVID hit this year. How did that affect your business? And then how did you guys pivot? Oh, it's just terrible what's happening in 2020. Our heart goes out to all the small businesses and people who are struggling right now. You know, it's, it's a <sighs> difficult time for everyone. Horrible. Uh, you know, there were some riots in Los Angeles and obviously some of our vendors, you know, they had to close down and, you know, rebuild their businesses. But for us, I mean, we're an online business. And so we haven't really been affected besides just a slight delay at the beginning when, when COVID hit Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we, we really just want and anyone who's, who's been struggling with, with COVID to let you know that we're all going through it together though. And it's a, it's a tricky time. It is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's very, I mean, even for painful to even talk about it, it's yeah. painful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we experienced like a little bit of a lull in the very beginning when coronavirus hit, because um, they shut down the jewelry district for a little while. And then, um, right as things were kind of about to reopen is when the riots hit. So it was kind of crazy. I, I walked around with my fiance the next morning, um, after it had gotten pretty crazy in downtown LA and a bunch of the vendors windows were smashed. And it was just, it was really heartbreaking because a lot of these people are, um, you know, they're just trying to feed their families and they're, you know, they're really, they're small businesses themselves. So um, you know, it's a, it's been a challenging time, but luckily yeah, we haven't had to suffer very much. Oh, that's um, I, love that. I love that. I, every restaurant I still see open that we support as a family, every little small business that we've been buying from during this time, just to see we made it, yeah. you made it. It's just, it gives me chills because these are, like we said, our passion projects, but also for many people, their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. This is how they're feeding their families. And this is how they're clothing their families. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more than just a passion project. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Shop small if you can. Right. Shop mm-hmm. small, everybody. That's good. That's good to hear. You know, we didn't want to, we were just wondering like what, you know, the effects of going through something like that as business partners might be. Um, but it's really awesome to know that it hasn't, you know, affected you in that way. I remember ordering a few things and I was like, well, it's going to take longer than a week to get here. I'm upset. You know, but like, come on, Fina. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm over that. <laughs> All of our small world problems, you know, like, or whatever. It's I like, know. I think Amazon has like corrupted everyone's like idea of how quickly anything should arrive. To 100%. Your like, it has ruined everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spoiled. <laughs> if I, you guys, it has been 
amazing talking to you. I feel like I, I have so many more questions that I could ask you guys forever. So thank you so much for being with us today, tonight, whenever you guys are listening. But <laughs> if you could just leave our listeners with one piece of advice um, moving forward with their careers or things they've been sitting on or even pushing through hard moments, whatever, uh, what would that be? I think as a child, you know what you are passionate about. And if you're someone that's currently in your life, you know, going to college and you're not sure what to major in, or maybe you're finished school and you're not sure what to do for a career, go back and think about the things that you were passionate about as a child and what brought you joy. And, you know, maybe it doesn't make a lot of money, but what's most important is that you love what you do. And, you know, for me, it was business. You know, as a kid, I really, truly loved growing something and connecting with people, whether it was rocks or cookie dough, it doesn't matter. That foundation was there. And I was super passionate about that. Right. And, um, and then from there, I always tell Hillary, tiny tasks lead to great things. So start small. You know, we started with one, with just one piece of jewelry. That's crazy. Why would anyone want to buy from someone that only has one piece of you know, jewelry, but that's what we had to do with. So there's no excuses if, if, if you want to start something, just start small and, and know that those tiny little things will add up to something great eventually. And don't beat yourself up. You know, everyone, everyone's just trying to make it. And if, if you keep, you know, giving yourself encouragement, you will make it. I believe that. Yeah. There's grace in the process. That's good. Absolutely. You said it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's so encouraging. Just those, every little thing matters. Every, all those small steps and small tasks, they add up and you're not doing it. And nothing's in vain, especially if you have a big, you know, goal in mind. So. And kindness. Remember to be kind. You know, that's the most important thing. You're chatting with people. You just have no idea what the impact you'll have on someone. We had someone buy a piece of jewelry today and they bought it for someone. Hillary, I think you read the note, but it was yeah. for someone they were buying it for someone who recently lost someone and you know that's important we're touching that piece of jewelry we're we're giving it to someone who's clearly in pain be nice to people you don't know what they're going through and absolutely they'll make better connections that way too absolutely it's good that you like there's part of it that's like a customer like a connection piece and i work in customers so i'm talking to people all day and like there may not be the nicest people you're talking to but like I love making a connection with somebody you know whether it's like something they're going through or just like hey I just got back from vacation oh like where did you go you know like that kind of stuff I I totally echo what you're saying just let's just be kind right it totally matters to people and that yeah that message that we got today was really special to me um I had designed this one piece for our line because I had a couple of family members pass away within like the span of a year um and I wanted to make this piece because I wanted it so it's the one I'm wearing now it has a little angel on it I just wanted something that I could carry with me and just always remember them by I just needed something to just like not let them go um and so today we got this note from a customer saying that they had purchased it like for that reason for their friend whose husband passed away so it just like really struck a chord with me that like someone else got the message, you know? Oh, that's powerful. Wow. I I honestly like cried reading the message. Yeah, for sure. What's the name of that piece? Um, This one's called the CL. Okay. Yeah. 
It means um, heaven or sky in French. Awesome. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> I love it. Well, so, you guys, I wish we could, Dean and I could hug you through these screens. That's how much fun <laughs> we had with you guys and how inspired we've been. And I know that anyone who's listening is going to feel the same exact way. You guys are the epitome of hard work and that being paid off. And I really believe this is just the beginning, obviously, for you guys. So where can we shop these pieces? Where can we find you? <laughs> Well, first off, we're honored that you guys even had us. Thank you so much. We've learned a lot from just chatting with you guys, even off of this podcast. We we really admire you both. So thanks for inviting us. And if if people do want to shop our jewelry, um, sorry that we picked such a hard name, but it's a pretty name. It's um, shop, S-H-O-P, Fleury, F-L-E-U-R-I.com. Um, and you can obviously find us on Instagram with shop Fleury as well. Yes, I love it. These Ladies, men, whoever's listening, these are beautiful, beautiful pieces that are perfect for gifts or for treating yourself. You will not regret it. Yeah, they're like very special. Like just anything that you're picking, like honestly, you, you're probably going to go through there and have a hard time deciding what you want. <laughs> but they're, yeah, they're, you can just tell they're very, very special. And one last thing I want to say is because I really want you guys you, and ladies, women, men to go to their website because it's very mesmerizing. Everything, their visual, it's all so beautiful. You're taking on a journey. So it's absolutely stunning and it's an experience. Well done, you guys. Yes. Thank you, Thank you so, much. so much. It was so fun to chat with you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us. And till next time, guys. Hey girls, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you there.